Welcome to the podcast of Unity Fort Worth. In it, you'll hear this week's message and meditation. If you'd like to hear and see the complete service, you can always find it at unityfortworth.org or on the Unity Fort Worth Facebook page. Unity Fort Worth focuses on positive and practical Christianity with a willingness to explore the entire world of religion and spiritual thought. Unity Fort Worth streams live every Sunday at 11 a.m. Thanks for listening to the Unity Fort Worth podcast. And now it is my great pleasure to introduce to you our guest speaker for today, although I don't think most of you need his introduction, but let's remind ourselves anyway of who and what Reverend Paul John Roach is. Paul was first ordained as a unity minister in 1988, serving our ministry, this ministry, right here for 30 years before retiring four years ago. This is, by the way, his first time back officially um, in his retired capacity. He has been uh, on several boards and teams serving the Unity Movement, including the board of Unity World Headquarters. A native of Wales, Paul has traveled throughout the world, including extended stays in India and Nepal. He brings much practical knowledge and in-depth wisdom to his teachings and services to the community. Paul shares his wisdom by writing for Unity Magazine and other publications while also hosting the weekly show, World Spirituality on Unity Online Radio. And he just published his first book called Unity and World Religions, of which a signed copy is waiting for you to purchase after service. Even more, Paul is already working on his second book about his journey to India in 1976. Wow, I was six years old back then. (laughs) Crazy, crazy. So stay tuned for much more to come from a staple of our unity movement and the precious uplift for our Fort Worth community. Please join me in welcoming Reverend Paul John Roach. Thank you, my friend. All right, what an introduction, my goodness. I was, I, I was going to say I was eight when I went to India the first time. <laughs> Can't claim to be as old as I am. Well, first of all, thank you so much for inviting me to be here today. It's a wonderful uh, joy to do that. It's wonderful my wife could be with me too. She's uh, looking forward to selling the books afterwards and getting to know everybody, because uh, I see a few new faces, but I think I've, I know most people here. I've already said hello to a lot of you already. Um, I wandered around earlier, and I noticed how wonderful the, uh, the campus looks. So obviously, somebody's taking care of it wonderfully, so you're doing a great job. Um, the fellowship all looks wonderful. The garden, did you see it? It's excellent, isn't it? And everything looks up well-kept and... and uh, Active, alive, and that's what we're about, you know, keeping unity alive in difficult times. And right, actually, right now, I feel a sermon coming upon me, like the song said. You know, there's, there's moments in our lives when it's time to step up, right? We've all had those moments, different times in our lives, where things got serious, 
important enough that it was time for us to do something about it. And sometimes something occurs, and John Marie just referred to it earlier, sometimes something occurs that is so huge that you cannot be ignorant about it, you cannot ignore it. And one such thing, of course, is the invasion of Ukraine. And even more than that, even more important than that, I think, is the response of Ukrainians to the invasion, right? This is what we're incited about, we're uplifted about, because in the midst of that terror, there, there are these qualities. And I see the qualities that I pick out, and I'm sure there's more, but the qualities I pick out are the ones I want to talk about today. Um, the first one is the courage, number one, courage. Second is determination. Third is selflessness, right, selflessness. And then the fourth one is innovation. So I'm going to be talking more about those four qualities and how we can embody them in our lives today. Because I'm inspired when I see the actions and the mindset and the, the sheer heart of those people, yeah? And I think, good God, it takes terrible things but amazing qualities come forth, right? And that are surprising. It's macro. It's changed our, our whole world, yes? In a way that, you know, only once or twice in our lifetimes. Vietnam was one, 9-11 was another, and now we've got Ukraine, right? It's a, it's a game changer, it's macro. But there's also the micro things that invite us to step up. I was in a restaurant the other day, um, we were talking with a waiter, a young black person, and a wonderful guy. He, he was really friendly, and his name was Marcus. And we, so we started talking about Marcus. That's a cool name. And then my favorite, one of my favorite writers is Marcus Aurelius. So he said, oh, yeah, I know Marcus Aurelius. And we get talking about it. And he says, you know what? Because my name is Marcus and because uh, other names of my family and because I've read Marcus Aurelius, it's caused me to step up and to show up differently, and to take on the mantle of that name. And I thought, wow, that's cool, yeah? So stepping up doesn't have to be macro, it can be micro too, it can be the little things in life. What, who do you choose to be at any given time, right? And that's what we're talking about so far in the service, right? The, the opportunity to, to shift your life around with positivity, with transformative ideas the very core and heart of unity. Interesting thing, Marcus Aurelius wrote his meditations, which I love, they're just amazing. He never expected them to be published, by the way. They were his musings to himself, very wise musings. They took place on, when he was on campaign against the Germans. Nothing against the Germans, Jean-Marie. Well, you're Swiss, you're okay, yeah. <laughs> Swiss German, though, yeah. <laughs> and he was on campaign against the German, Germans there on the border, on the borders, on the frontier of the empire, right? And if you look up Ukraine and the etymology of the word Ukraine, guess what it means? Border, frontier. Right? Interesting, because they're always on the frontier, the border between other empires, right? Trying to survive in the midst of these larger entities. It seems to me, when we're called to step up, we're always on that threshold, on that border between the known and the unknown, right? 
it's a little scary to step up, isn't it? Yeah, thank you. You, you remember how I like to do things here, right? Yeah, we like to get some energy going. It's difficult to step up. It's difficult to step forward out of our comfort zone, out of our complacency, out of what we feel is, is normal and comfortable and dare to do something larger, right? But that's what we are called to do. If we take unity seriously, it's a radical teaching. If we take Jesus seriously, his was a radical teaching, right? If we take all the religions of the world in their mystical core, in their deep knowledge, in their deep understanding, the center of them, they call us to radical living, to, to step outside of what we used to do and enter that borderland, you know, where new possibilities can take place. We're actually called to remember who we are. And who are we? Children of God, we are spiritual beings having a human experience, right? We, we have the spirit within us. And I, and I found this wonderful quote from Nikola Tesla the other day, which I thought was perfect. It was very unity and very much in line with what we're talking about, remembering who we are. And he says, my brain is only a receiver. In the universe, there is a core from which we obtain knowledge, strength, and inspiration. My humanness, my, I'm a spiritual being having a human experience, so my brain, my human part, is merely a receiver. In the universe, there's a core from which we obtain knowledge, strength, and inspiration. Well, since that core is everywhere present, right? We just said that earlier, omnipresence. It is out there and also in here. It's everywhere. So that core can be activated any given time, right? It's our birthright. This is how we dare to step out into the frontier, right? This is how the people of Ukraine have done it, because they, they've harnessed these amazing qualities that have enabled them to do absolutely wonderful things in the midst of terrifying circumstances. Wow. Pretty cool stuff. And again, those qualities for me, he talks about knowledge, strength, and inspiration. I talk about courage, dedication, selflessness, and innovation. So let's take a look, closer look at those four qualities, right? And then we'll see how they apply to us. So first one is courage. Charles Fillmore, co-founder of Unity, wrote this about courage. He said, courage is a spiritual quality that enables one to remain poised and centered even amidst great difficulties and danger. Poised and centered in God amidst great difficulties and danger. God is a spiritual presence which is constantly striving to express in and through us as courage and fearlessness. There's a reciprocity here, yeah? You take one step towards God. You've heard me say this before. God takes a hundred steps towards us, see? It's reciprocal. God sees our willingness, our willingness to step out into the frontier of life and then responds. So this is the beauty of spiritual teaching, right? The minute you open, then God gives you abundance because God is always wanting to give us abundance. But if we hold up a thimble to God, 
God will fill the symbol. If we open up a cup, God will fill a cup. Open up a bucket, a, a bathtub, you name it. Open up huge areas of your life. God will fill those areas of your life with wonderful things. I just love that idea. God is always constantly striving to express in and through you. This isn't sort of a half-hearted thing, you know, like God says, yeah, maybe I'll help him today, you know. He hasn't been very nice, whatever, screw him, whatever. I got nicer people to deal with. No, God is constantly striving, shaking you. Come on, dude. I want to fill you with my presence. By the way, you know where the, the word courage comes from, right? From the French, with the root word, yeah? From the heart, right? This is the heart stuff, isn't it? This is where we succeed, because we're not just coming from our heads anymore. We're living this. When we step out, we're stepping out in reality, right? Not just as a nice idea, but because this is my thing to do right now. I have courage. I'm filled with heart. And that leads to the second one. Oh, it's the time for a pub quiz. We got four things. We got four things. What was the second one? Yeah, determination. You got it. <laughs> but you know, if you're determined, you're resolute and you're resilient. So yeah, we'll, we'll roll those in together, you know? Determination, right? Firmness of purpose, willingness to stick it out no matter what. Because we don't want fair weather friends here, right? Once you've risen to the occasion, once you've opened your heart, then you've got to be expected to be, receive some resistance sometimes. And that's where determination comes in, right? It's not just easy flow. I mean, it's, I know some people think they come on the spiritual path. I've welcomed God. Everything's going to be easy from now on. We wish. We wish. I'm drying up here. I, I got no, uh, no saliva left. That preaching coming on me drives my mouth. I'm fired up. Man, I haven't got fired up like this for a while. In, in this particular way. Every day I get fired up when I think about Wendy. I'm serious. She is the center of my life in many ways. Um, so where, where were we now? Determination, right? You, and we've all agreed that just because you're, you're open to your heart doesn't mean it's all going to be handed to you. You have to have that determination. But building on that is the, is the third thing, the most miraculous thing here. You begin to have a selfless way of dealing with life, right? When, when you know that there's a higher purpose, when you remember that you are a child of God, a spiritual being, it's no longer all about you. Because you recognize, you can't know that you're a spiritual being without also recognizing that everybody around you is a spiritual being. And so it's selflessness grows. And that's another aspect of, of what we're seeing in the Ukrainian experience, is that community spirit, that selflessness, that willing to work for the other, and not just what's in it for me, but what, we, what can we do together. Marcus Aurelius talks about this, and I'll quote a little bit from, from his book. I love this translation, by the way, because it's, um, it's written in a modern 
It's a modern translation, so it gets rid of some of the old 19th century language that the, the, the previous famous translation had that made it difficult. It's a bit like the King James Bible and the new versions, right? It's, it's easy to understand. He says, some people, when they do someone a favor, are always looking for a chance to call it in. Anybody know that? And some aren't, but they're still aware, aware of it, still regard it as a debt. But others don't even do that. They're like a vine that produces grapes without looking for anything in return. Now, which one do you think we're supposed to be? Like the grapes, like the vine, right? And he says, it's like a horse at the end of the race, a dog when the hunt is over, a bee with its honey stored, and a human being after helping others. They don't make a fuss about it. They just go on to something else. So the vine looks forward to bearing fruit again in season. We should be like that, acting almost unconsciously and naturally, right? Selflessness is a natural way to do things. Think about a baby. Babies don't yet have the eye sense, right? They, we begin to learn that as we go through the steps, one, two, three. By the time we're four, we're pretty much separate beings, right? But when we're little, we don't have that. We're, we're connected with the world, right? And, and so when Jesus says, become as a little child, I think he means to get back to that sense of where we're connected, where we recognize we're all in this together, right? There's a selfless approach to life. And then Aurelius says at the end, he says, listen, when you pray, pray like the Athenians. Zeus, rain down, rain down on the land and fields of Athens. Either no prayers at all or one as straightforward as that. And I tell you, there's nothing like a war zone, is there? There's nothing like desperation. There's nothing like losing someone. There's nothing like a a disease or or a terminal illness to focus your mind, yeah? So you're no longer playing games with prayers or with life, you just get down to business, right? You're, you're aligned, you're aligned with possibility. So the first three then lead naturally to the fourth. Courage, determination, selflessness, yields new fruit, yields innovation. I love this one because like Tesla, you know, he was hardly known until recently. Elon Musk named his car company after Tesla, right, and began to be more well-known. But for many years, people had forgotten what Tesla did, and yet Tesla invented things that nobody else had thought about, alternating current, a number of other things. He was very innovative. Why? Because he thought outside of the box, right, because he saw differently. He, he was able to open to something new. And when we, when we exhibit courage and determination and a selflessness, the fact that it's not all about me, then we begin to be very innovative. New things flow to us. How do you do anything? How do you create anything? Say again. Through the grace of God and it comes out of the blue, doesn't it? It comes out of nothing. The innovation comes out of nothing. I got a blank sheet of paper, and, and lo and behold, after a lot of hard work, there's a book. Did you write it? No, God wrote it through you. That's the way I feel about my book. I had a lot of information that I'd accumulated over, over years, but when the actual work came, 
that it was. I think it's the same with an artist, the same with anyone that creates anything, any of us that do anything. It's those moments of innovation, of being open to doing something differently. You know, my wife and I were coming down the highway this morning, and we were talking about, you know, are people getting more and more upset, or, you know, people seem like they're rushing down the highway, and et cetera. And she said, no, I think it's slightly better since all this stuff in Ukraine has happened. I think it's focusing our attention together to what's really important. And then she said, you know, but you can create an a, 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 a energy around you that keeps you safe on the road. And I said, yeah, like an energy bubble, a bubble of light and love. You know, you're, you're safe wherever you go. And uh, I thought, oh, that's an innovative thought. That's a good thought to have. And then we came down the highway a little bit, and there's this truck uh, right alongside us. And it said on the side, Spirit Truck Lines. <laughs> so we're talking about allowing something larger, opening to something larger, and all of a sudden, Spirit Truck Lines shows up. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Incredible. So. Let's get down to nitty gritty. How do we decide? How do we do this? How do we put these four qualities into practice in our lives this week, right? So um, let's talk about the first one, courage. You know, I'm, pre I'm a pretty ready to go for anything kind of guy with, with exceptions, zip lines, uh, skydiving, things like that. Um, I've got a lot of courage, but you know, sometimes I, 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 like we all do, you think, oh, I don't know if I can do that. And I usually tell myself at that point, Paul, are you a man or are you a mouse? <laughs> and I thought, you know, I usually think, no, I'm a man. I don't want to be a mouse. And just stating that helps me, right? It reminds me, I, again, I am a spiritual being having a human experience. I'm not a pile of dirt, going to die soon and ate it awful, right? Then no, there's something greater. So to exhibit courage, you have to... Acknowledge to yourself, yes, I am a man, I am a woman, I am a fully formed, alive being, I can do this, yes? And lo and behold, when you do that, energies flow. So that's the first one. I decide, I decide to be courageous, yeah? Decide to be courageous. And how can I decide? Because it's already there within me. Second one, determination. I found that the most important thing about being determined is simply to show up. Just show up. Do it. Right? What? Do what? Doesn't matter. Just show up and do the next right thing, as they say. So second one is showing up. You all showed up today. Will you pat yourself on the back, please? Did a good job. Well done. You came here. You came here for some kind of volition, right? To hear something that was important, something that was meaningful, something that you could then take into your life this week to be a better human being, yes? Yeah. And that's what we're talking about. We're, we're harnessing these qualities of courage, determination, selflessness, and innovation. We're halfway through. We're almost at the end. I won't bore you anymore. Selflessness, how do we exhibit that? 
because we're all so ego-bound, aren't we? How do, we? how do you do that? How do you get beyond? Put others first. Put others first. Oh, that's boring. Good Lord. Do I have to do that? <laughs> Thinking about them all the time. God, what about me? I'm worthy. Act, well, that's a good one. Act without expectations. Be open to something larger than what you've thought about, right? Be teachable. That's a huge one in being, in being selfless. Be teachable. Be open. Be curious. Remember who you are as a divine being, right? You, you're at home with everyone. Everyone's your friend. I love those people like Will Rogers that says, everybody I meet is my friend, right? It's an attitude of mind again, isn't it? And we are one. In selflessness, it's no longer about me anymore. It's about us, right? We are one. Namaste. I behold the Christ in you. And then innovation. How can I develop an innovative approach? How can I do a new thing? Whatever it is, it doesn't have to be a huge thing, folks. Just something new, right? Just getting up on the other side of the bed. You know, throw your, your partner out of the way and get up on the other side. No, don't do that. We're not talking violence. Somebody was saying something. Take a step back and listen. You know, again, it's similar to the selflessness one, right? When you can do that, when you can see a larger picture, new things new things flowing. I would say do something refreshing. I used to tell us all, remember, that I, whenever I had something to do that I didn't want to do, I called it an adventure. <laughs> I got to go to the dentist this week. Oh, yes. What an adventure. How wonderful. But you can reframe things and turn them into something op that has optimism in them rather than pessimism, right? To act from a refreshing point of view. That's why I like to do a little jig every so often. <laughs> Jigs are good. I think you're nuts, but that's okay. And the thing about innovation is I attract who I choose to be, right? Whatever I choose to be on any given moment, then I attract the energies that will fulfill that. So a bit like seeing spirit truck lines, it's the same idea. When I choose to see from the highest, then in the synchronicity of the universe, the highest begins to show up for me in miraculous ways, in ways that I cannot, cannot imagine from my own humanness, right? Wonderful things begin to develop. So, all right, what have we learned, if anything? Yeah, it's nice. He's, I'm glad he came back. But, you know, bye. See you another four years. <laughs> what, one thing you, you've, you've taken on board today that you think, yes, I can use this. Don't be shy. Just share it out. Step up. I'm going to step up this week, right? If you want to be innovative, leave doubt out in the hall. All right. Leave doubt out in the hall, right? And see what's going to... See what shows up. Yes, get out of your comfort zone, get uncomfortable, push the limit a little bit. Get out of your own way. Love yourself, but get out of your own way, right? 
Excellent, I love that one. You know, that's one of my favorites. I take one step towards God, one little thing to expand, to open, and then God flows into me, into my consciousness, and gives me wonderful new courage, ability to be determined and resolute, new ideas, and a selfless approach that expands my worldview. All right, that's enough. Amen. Thank you so much. So as we move into a time of meditation, let's do something really simple. And that is give ourselves the gift of relaxation. So as we sit in our seats with our feet on the ground, a comfortable position with our arms and hands at rest, keeping our backs straight and breathing naturally and easily. For these next few minutes, we simply take a load off. We relax into the arms of spirit into the presence of the divine because all these wonderful qualities they're really gods and they express only when we can relax and allow So there's no trying, there's no forcing, no fixing or fretting. We simply relax into this present moment. Allow the beautiful music the spiritual consciousness of this sanctuary and the blessing of being together in this space or in cyberspace, being together with each other. So feel your body begin to Relax. 
let go of tension in the neck or shoulders, the unconscious way we hold our arms, our legs, our stomachs. As we breathe out, we breathe out that tension, those survival instincts we all carry around with us. We are safe. We are home. The mind which constantly wanders is our friend. Whatever thoughts arise, they come and they go like clouds in the sky. But we are relaxed at home in the spaciousness of spirit. Troubling emotions become the divine order of love. Because all emotions simply point the direction back to the truth of our being as beings of love. Continue to breathe naturally and easily. We deepen that sense of relaxation and the understanding that all is well. Spend a moment now in the silence. from that peaceful, relaxed state of mind and consciousness. We embody those qualities of courage, determination, selflessness, and innovation in our lives this week.
because I am honored to be in this community. I ask God's presence now to move in and through me to bless every single person gathered together today. May we all be healed, whole and happy, and ready to spring forth to do what is ours to do this day, this week, this lifetime. And so it is. Thank you for listening to the Unity Fort Worth podcast. You just heard this week's message and meditation. For the live streams and more information, go to unityfortworth.org.